Welcome to the Billions of Atoms podcast. My name is Dino. Billions of Atoms is all about our own personal experience with meaning and purpose in life and what we have done in various stages of our life to find meaning and purpose. Welcome to episode five of the Billions of Atoms podcast. My creator, the woman who carried me in her womb, who birthed me, who showered me with love and affection despite my flaws, is responsible for everything that is good, that is loving, that is compassionate, that is empathetic, and that is gentle inside of me. Because of my biology, it is impossible for me to begin to comprehend the extent of a mother's love. As a man, it's simply beyond my physiology to know this level of unconditional love. The depth and the intensity of a mother's love for her child is incomparable to that of a father. My mother is the single most courageous person I have ever met. I remember her being beaten by my father violently and often requiring hospitalization. Her physical injuries include facial fractures, requiring reconstruction, broken jaws, and bruising. Despite this, my mother stayed. She stayed because she could not see a way out where her children would not be homeless or would not have their basic needs such as food and shelter met. She was married to a man who imprisoned her with a toxic and deranged cycle of violence and psychological abuse. He did manage to escape on many occasions and would often succeed in taking refuge at women's shelters or friends' homes who were brave enough to provide her with sanctuary. It was actually always a strange experience as a child walking into someone else's home late at night, seeing how normal and peaceful the home was, how quiet and how safe it felt. Contrast of the previous hours of screaming of terror and of tears that had transpired made walking into a peaceful, quiet and calm home seem surreal, like it was unusual. Dad would eventually find us and he would sometimes use us children as pawns to have mum return. My mother prioritised her children above her own well-being. She would often go hungry so we could eat. He would take the bulk of the physical abuse to protect us and was always desperately trying to remove us from the circumstances that she found herself in. He never gave up. He was 1,000 times stronger, more courageous than the man who was victimizing her. He had a greater level of resilience, determination and mental toughness than he ever did. When we finally did escape from my father, she raised us as a single mother with three boys and a daughter. She endured poverty and hardship. She experienced children who were processing trauma while she was processing her own trauma. However, she managed to provide for us to always have food on the table and always have clothes on our back. She instilled in us our value systems of honesty, of compassion, of kindness and humility. He balanced the exposure of the trauma we had all suffered with oceans of love for us, and we loved her back. While I can never fully repay the debt I owe to my mother, my creator, I have tried and I continue to try my best. Yes, our mothers can be frustrating, 
and annoying at times, but there will never be another connection to any human being on earth as strong as the one we have with our creator. So for this, I am grateful. And for you, mum, I wanted to say thank you for all you did for us. And we all appreciate you very, very much. So moving on. On our journey in the podcast today, we've built a foundation. We've talked about our atomic connections, how inside of us there are atomic particles from every person that ever lived, how we are inseparable from everyone and everything around us. We then went on to talk about the Abrahamic religions, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, and how these religions actually share the same God and the origins are based on the same characters and fundamental philosophies of love and kindness. We talked about how these religions in particular have been and continue to be a source of unfounded and illogical hatred with centuries of violence. Religion is an important aspect of life for many people around the world. It can provide a sense of comfort and belonging, as well as a set of beliefs to live by. There are two main schools for religion in the world. Abrahamic, which we've spoken about previously, Islam, Judaism, Christianity, and Dharmic. So I wanted to explore these further and learn more about Dharmic religion to understand what they say about our connection to each other and the world around us. Dharmic religions consist of Hinduism, Buddhism, Sikhism, and Jainism. There are 1 billion Hindus in the world, nearly 500 million Buddhists, and around 30 million Sikhs. The theology and philosophy of Dharmic religions center on this concept of Dharma, which is a Sanskrit term for fixed decree or law or duty. In a spiritual sense, it means natural law or reality. Hinduism is one of the oldest religions in the world and has a rich history and tradition. Some scholars believe that Hinduism originated where northern India is today, in the Indus Valley, as early as 10,000 years before Christ. Hindus believe in reincarnation, karma and dharma, among other things. Some believe Buddhism and Sikhism and Jainism is merely different iterations of Hinduism, with the founders of some of these religions being non-practicing Hindus. According to Hindu traditions, creation is an ongoing process. The universe and all that exists has always been in existence and will continue to be so. According to the Rig Veda, the oldest Hindu religious text, the universe was created from a single unmanifest source of pure potentiality. This manifested itself into three forms, Brahma, the creator, Vishnu, the preserver, and Shiva, the destroyer. It is these three forms that were responsible for creating mankind and the rest of the universe. In many Hindu stories, a god or divine being will create other gods to help him achieve his goals, thus bringing about order and balance to different aspects of life. It is said that it was out of this cosmic order that humankind evolved from nothingness. According to Hindu belief, the connection between man and divinity is so strong 
that creation of man was divinely ordained. The Hindus believe that Manu, the first man and ancestor of human beings, was born from Brahma's mind. In addition, all humans are also believed to be naturally connected with supreme divinity through mantras and ritual acts. By strengthening this connection through regular spiritual practice and expressing devotion unto the divine, the individual grains greater clarity of understanding and perspective on their divine connection. This connection provides a link to one's own destiny within the world and helps one enhance purpose in life. Hindu beliefs believe connection to be a vital part of life. All people are tied together in some way and it creates an interconnected web of all beings. Thus, Hindus strive to foster connection with other human beings by understanding our connection to them and understanding they are part of something larger than ourselves. We are connected through the ongoing cycle of energy and love in which we give and receive continuously with others. Consequently, Hindus recognize that having connection with one another takes effort and assumes that two-way communication is necessary for connection to grow. As such, Hindu belief encourages us to focus on relationships as integral components for our lives. Hindus believe that the universe as we know it was created from a universe of nothingness known as the Parabrahman. Hindus also propose that rather than the universe having resulted from one big bang, Universe cycles has been happening for untold ages. Each bigger universe split itself into many smaller parts, creating new universes, and then these universes combine to become one universe again. It is believed these universe cycles happen an infinite number of times until superseded by a new cycle upon which some form of existence is maintained while the rest dissipates, only to be created again in due course. Through this cyclical process of creation and dissolution, all life forms come together in harmony, with creator, sustainer being Brahman or Parabrahman. Hinduism and atoms have more in common than one may think. While atoms can be found everywhere, Hindus believe that atoms make up everything, a process called Anu. Not only do atoms form the basis of life and matter as we know it, but they are also considered to be great mysteries filled with powerful spiritual energies, according to Hindu culture. A famous proverb claims that a single atom can destroy mountains, which serves as a reminder of the incredible power atoms contain. Therefore, it is no surprise that atoms are deeply entrenched in the beliefs and traditions of Hinduism from guiding mantra meditations to embodying, embodying divine virtues. Atoms are an integral factor with, within many aspects of the Hindu faith. This is fascinating when you think about this being 10,000 BCE, so 10,000 years before Christ, that this Vedic atomic theory was around before we knew anything about nuclear, atomic weaponry, or before there was microscopes. 
so it's an interesting concept that the Vedic atomic theory mentions not only that there are atoms, but also that they are the building blocks of all material in the universe. From Vedic literature, it can be determined that atoms were seen as the evidence for the indestructibility of matter. And the Vedas state that while matter may be expanded or divided, its properties and characteristics remain unchanged due to the composed nature of atomic particles. Interestingly, this classical Vedic idea closely aligns with modern quantum physics, revealing a captivating insight into Vedic remnants in ancient India. So Buddhism is a religion that began in India 2,500 years ago. The Buddha, or enlightened one, was born Siddhartha Gautama. At a young age, he realized the truth about life and death and decided to leave his comfortable home to find enlightenment. After years of study and meditation, he attained nirvana or perfect peace. He then spent the rest of his life teaching others how they could also achieve this state. Buddhism teaches that beings have Buddha nature and are capable of attaining enlightenment. The path to salvation includes moral living, meditation, and wisdom. Buddhas believe in reincarnation and seek to escape the cycle of suffering through nirvana. There are many different schools of Buddhism with different practices, but all emphasize the importance of yoga, union with the universe. Buddhism is an ancient religion that originates from India, which has more than 500 million adherents through the world. Buddhism originates from the teaching of Siddhartha Gautama, known as Buddha, who lived in the 6th century BCE and taught a path to enlightenment for human suffering. Buddhism not only focuses on origin of man and the universe, but their origin is seen through general ideologies connected with creation. Buddhists believe in living a life of moral correctness, meditation and wisdom. Through meditation, Buddhists strive to become free from all suffering and achieve nirvana or the state of liberation from rebirths by following the eightfold path outlined by Buddha himself. The Eightfold Path consists of right view, right resolve, right speech, right conduct, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, and right concentration. Buddha's teachings were said to have saved people by leading them away from suffering and toward happiness. Buddhism is based on finding connection between yourself and the world around you. It considers that we are all part of a larger collective and connected to each other as well as the universe itself in every way. Buddhism does not have strict guidelines around beliefs but instead focuses on daily practices for self-development with an end goal of inner peace and bliss. A core belief of Buddhism suggests that by mastering your own minds through meditation and mindfulness, We can manifest a connection to everything living, from flora and fauna to people who share this planet with us. Through our connection to all living beings, this connection creates a connection to the universe itself, providing us the power to realize what is ultimately equal in all things.
Buddhism promotes the idea that atoms in the universe can have an impact on our lives, which is one way it believes can shape how we live. The atoms in our environment shape our thoughts, feelings and actions, setting patterns of behavior and habits in motion. This concept is called karma and teaches that one's actions today will determine their reality tomorrow. Practicing mindfulness or an understanding of cause and effect is seen as a way for people to take charge of their lives. Buddhists believe that being aware of our moments will enable us to make wise decisions now rather than in future mistakes through misplaced emotions or wrong acts. In short, Buddhists believe give us the tools to understand how atoms around us can affect how we go about our life and we should act with them in mind. These Buddhist principles involve viewing all life as interconnected, being mindful and present in order to combat suffering caused by desire, accepting impermanence as a reality, and practicing samadhi or spiritual awakenment through meditation. All Buddhists should strive to follow these four principles in their daily lives in order to follow the eightfold path to becoming enlightened. Furthermore, according to Buddhist traditions, there are multiple paths that can be taken towards enlightenment, though the foundation of practice will generally remain the same no matter which path someone chooses. Ultimately, Buddhism provides its followers with guidelines for living an intentional and meaningful life focused on understanding our connection with others and the beauty of impermanence that exists in all things. Both Hinduism and Buddhism are two religions that originated in the same part of the world. While both focus on similar values, such as nonviolence, meditation, and compassion, their paths to working towards enlightenment differ. Buddhists strive for inner peace by following a middle path, where Hindus work with various gods to help shape their lives. Interestingly, Buddhist philosophy can be found across many texts of Hinduism making evident their connection to one another. They have influenced each other throughout history and continue to do so today throughout the Eastern world, thanks to their sharing of common premises, practices, and traditions. Hinduism is one of the oldest religions in the world, whereas Buddhism has a more recent origin. Both faiths teach respect for all creation and belief in reincarnation although Hinduism views it as meaning that individuals will reap what they sow, good or bad, and Buddhists view karma as a cause and effect relationship, not necessarily punishments nor rewards. While both religions stress meditation and enlightenment, Hinduism centers around a devotion to deities such as Vishnu, Shiva, Ganesha, and Brahma whereas Buddha himself was seen more as an enlightened teacher rather than a god. Another difference between these two faiths is their concept of deity. Hindus believe that one divine creature contains all aspects of nature in itself, while Buddhists do not accept the notion of one supreme being. Nevertheless, both religions embrace peace and spiritual growth through right behavior and thinking. Both religions recognize connection between the physical and metaphysical, connection among all kinds of beings, connection to our inner selves, connection in regards to the morality of life, connection with the laws of our existence, 
as well as establishing connection with God. Similarly, both these religions abide by cultivating a personal reverence for all life forms, which helps enhance our appreciation of the beauty around us, along with stimulating a sense of selflessness. Sikhism is part of the Dharmic religions, but it's less popular, so I didn't want to go into a lot of detail. I I will do some research on a personal note into Sikhism just to understand a little, little bit more detail. Sikhism emerged more than 500 years ago in Punjab, India. It was founded by Guru Nanak, a non-practicing Hindu who was against rituals and praying to idols. So we had a Hindu who then received a revelation. Guru Nanak taught a message of love and that all religions were good and the Sikhs are known to be tolerant of all beliefs. Sikhs are best known for and can be best identified by the five articles of faith which all baptized Sikhs are obliged to wear the five Ks. These symbols represent the ideals of Sikhism, of honesty, of equality, fidelity, meditating and never bowing to tyranny. The five symbols are the Kesh, which is the uncut hair, and that's usually tied in a turban. The Kanga, a wooden comb usually worn under the turban. The Kachera, cotton undergarments worn by both male and female a symbol of chastity, and also a symbol of cleanliness. The kara, an iron bracelet to symbolize eternity, strength, and a constant reminder of strength of will to keep hands away from any kind of unethical practices. And also then the kirpan, which is an iron blade. In Western countries, generally, they will wear a small dagger, but in Punjab, they might wear a traditional curved sword from one to three foot in length. The kirpan is only a weapon of defense and religious protection used to serve humanity and used against oppression. Okay, so for both Hinduism and Buddhism, there is an emphasis on understanding our connection with all things in nature, including animals and plants, insects, etc. Even though they may seem separate from us due to our limited perception, we are still connected on an ethereal level, regardless of whether we realize it or not. This really resonates with us here at Billions of Atoms and our connection mindset of recognizing that we are all inseparable. This connection can be seen in many ways, from science like quantum entanglements between particles at subatomic levels, to more spiritual concepts such as karma, which states the actions we take now will affect us later either positively or negatively, depending on our intentions behind those actions. In both religions, there can be found a deep respect for nature and a reverence for life itself, which leads many adherents willingly to choose compassionate living for a greater purpose beyond themselves. At its essence, Hinduism and Buddhism offer similar paths towards liberation. However, they differ when it comes down to specifics and around creation mythology and cosmology. We did not cover the differences around the Hindu caste system and the Buddhist beliefs, but the Hindus do have a caste structure within their their beliefs and practices, and the Buddhists reject those beliefs. 
What binds them together, though, is their shared respect for nature and emphasis on developing inner wisdom and compassion so we can better understand ourselves and our connection with everything else around us. So what does this mean for me? Well, I believe we are all in possession of the knowledge of our atomic connection and our atomic history. We have seen that a civilization existed 10,000 years before Christ and with no means to view or test scientific theories such as atoms, they had the knowledge that atomic power could move mountains and that everything and everyone was connected through atomic connections. There is also some evidence that they possessed a basic understanding of quantum physics. I think we as a species have lost our connection to the universe. And while I personally do think religion is not the best way to regain that, given the generational hatred and divisiveness, the Brahmic religions, while not immune to this, appear to be more tolerant than the Abrahamic religions, particularly Sikhs. So for me, I think there is value in keeping an open mind. Explore these concepts further. Avoid becoming indoctrinated to any one specific religion. And even if that means, like me, you create your own hybrid version, combining beliefs and practices that resonate with you from each of them. There is only one thing I'm certain of, and that is the evidence and supporting beliefs of our atomic connection to each other stretches across geographies and through the history of mankind. Brahmic religions are focused on developing our morality to achieve enlightenment. Very similar messaging to the Abrahamic religions. For me, this really reinforces the need for each of us to take a proactive step in eliminating hate in the world. Whether that be through looking inward at our own prejudices or taking a proactive step to educate others with more compassion and understanding and love and by acting out on these values, at least from a Brahmic religious perspective, the more likely karma will find you and lift you towards enlightenment. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Billions of Atoms podcast. We are considering looking at Taoist religion to explore what they speak to in terms of our universal connections. The Taoist religion looks fascinating. I'd like to get my head into it. They speak to a lot of the alignment of oneself to the natural way of the cosmos. So thank you again. And don't forget, if you wanted to reach out to us, we're not uh, huge fans of social media, but it's always a nice opportunity to provide some comments. If you go to our YouTube page, that's probably the best place for it. Or you could find us on Instagram, Facebook, or on our website. Uh, look for Billions of Atoms. Podcasting can be a bit of a lonely existence, so it's nice to get uh, some interaction with our audience. Until next time, remember, I am part of you and you are part of me and we are part of everything and everyone.